A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Today's episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a meal delivery plan that is 100% heart-healthy, plant-based, made without gluten, oils, or refined sugar. All customers receive eight meals and two sides for only $100 plus $9.99 shipping. They offer an exciting new menu each week that are shipped out on Mondays. Based in New Jersey, Try Vegan delivers north to Vermont, south to Maryland, west to Pennsylvania, includes all major cities such as New York and Philly. There's no contract or commitment. And you all, my audience, can save 25% off your first order. Promo code capital L, capital Y, capital T, capital Y, yoga. That's lit yoga. Website is tryveganmealprep.com. Vince is a friend of mine. He is an amazing human being. And I have this myself. This saves me time and energy. And I get these delicious, delicious homemade meals delivered right to my doorstep. So try vegan yourself. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns. So together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Monday Motivation or Monday Movement because both are motivating. Movement is motivating and this is about moving feelings out, moving feelings out. It's also known as like an emotional discharge. And there's a lot of feelings that can be trapped inside for a variety of reasons. Often we just hold on to them. Maybe it's been a cultural thing or we've been conditioned to not express ourselves. But how do we move feelings out instead of letting them kind of harbor deep in the recesses of our body and in our cells? And as I'm recording this, we're in the middle of the pandemic still. Um, This could be going for a while. The unknown of that certainly creates a lot of unease and tension in the body. And there could be many, many layers to that, depending on how much it's affecting you from a health, financial, emotional um, component. So this incident that I'm referring to is just one example of letting emotions out, moving them out in the form of an emotional discharge. And this example happened a couple months ago prior to the pandemic. But I highly recommend some technique like this, which um, I'll call screaming in the car. Back in February, I'd had a really rough patch emotionally. I I was being kind of pulled in a lot of ways, um, pulled on the heartstrings in a lot of ways. It was a year 
after my dad had died. And so his year anniversary was coming up. And even though I miss him every day, there's something just about that day. As anybody knows about anniversary days or days that mark a time period, it just seemed unfathomable that I had, you know, lived a year without him in my life. And it just, I, it was creeping up on me, but I could feel it. It was like a dark cloud that was a shroud really, you know, covering me. And there, my, my daughter was struggling with some health issues. I was, you know, working on some business stuff that was both amazing, but also challenging and just a lot of pulls on me. And in the midst of all this, my beloved five-year-old cat, Toby, all of a sudden had a, uh, basically his heart failed. He was having a morning wrestling match with my other cat, Mo, which they did every day. And I just could sense, I heard something in his, the way he was making noises, like a little, little wail. And I popped out of bed. It was like five in the morning and rushed over to him and picked him up. And his heart was doing this weird, like gallopy, like thing. And I just, I knew instinctively something was very, very wrong. Without going through all of the details of it, because that might make me just ball right here, and I can only talk about it because I, because I've felt it all, and doesn't it's still very hard to think about and talk about. But he ended up dying about a day later, and it was just oof, when I when I I got the call from the vet that, and I had a feeling that he was not going to recover. This seemed very, very bad. You know, he had a lot of the, just the response of the vet, I could tell it was going to be really bad. But, um, you know, they, I said, please do whatever you can. And so they were doing all these things and trying stuff because he was so young and, and, and they still didn't quite understand what was going on, but they knew there was something around the heart, but they couldn't get a good scan of it. Anyway, when they finally called me and just concluded like he is probably now suffering if we don't do something. And right away, it was imminent that I needed to come in and meet my husband there because I was coming from another meeting. And I just, I just was like overcome with emotion. And so I pulled over and I screamed, like screamed for like 30 minutes and wailed. I mean, there was a lot of crying and screaming but it was, you know, it's the, it was just freeing to do that. It also felt, you know, like I felt like the deep pit of it, you know, the, the wailing of it, but it is, it's a human response that we need to honor, that we need to go to and go in. And some people are really uncomfortable with going into grieving and releasing. It's like emotionally discharging that. It's not that you're moving it out and you're not going to feel that anymore, but you're moving out the, the, the bigness of it. It's such a huge choking feeling to feel so sad and so overwhelmed with a negative, not, you know, negative meaning it's not a cheery emotion, but a heavy, heavy, heavy emotion. And I, I had I had done this with my dad as well. And so there is this 
kind of art of grieving in a productive way. I, I hate to say a good way, but it's in feeling it and really diving into it. It's like diving into something that you know is not going to taste good or feel good. But when you swim through it, move through it, there is going to be some freedom from it at the other side. So moving through our feelings is really important. And I don't know if we're taught so, so well how to do that. I think everyone is very uncomfortable with seeing somebody sad. I think we could all kind of agree with that. That's, it's like I always talk about animal suffering. It's when you see it, you're just traumatized by it. It's horrible. And yet we can somehow turn off that knowledge. We have to actually, um, when we decide to eat animals, because we know that animals going from alive to, to on your plate, there's a process that probably isn't uh, cheery. <laughs> so we, we practice this in so many aspects of our living as humans. And I think that to, to open our eyes to it and to all suffering, to all feelings, to all human emotions requires a lot of strength. And this is what I say so much in my yoga practice is that we need to be strong so that we can experience the, our lives fully. And in, our, in, in the fullness of that, we have to feel things, we have to respond to those feelings. And then there's action. You know, like if you're not comfortable with these feelings, like animal suffering, then what are you going to do about it? You know, if you're not comfortable with the sadness of the state of the world, not just you know now, but just even prior to this, and then coming out of it, what are we going to do about that? Because it is, we do need to move, and we need to move with those emotions, and we need to move through those emotions. And then the hope is that those emotions actually, and those feelings are actually going to help us become even stronger and more compassionate. So like moving through the feelings I was having about all that was happening in my life and then just like the the real kicker on top of my cat uh, all of a sudden dying was, you know, is there any good that can come out of that? I, I, don't, I don't think there's necessarily good that's going to come out of it. It's just, it's, I can remember it. I can remember, hey, you know that time I screamed in the car for like 45 minutes and the pain and the anguish that I felt. I survived that. I felt it. So I know I can utilize that strength in that memory of moving through the feeling in times to come because that is life. Life is being strong enough to manage all of the the pitfalls and the beautiful horizons you know it's 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 really the full experience and when we imagine life is just going to be rainbows then that's really a disservice for ourselves and for if we continue to teach that <laughs> you know we need to teach that their life is is really well rounded we hope 
with all of the experiences of it. And in that well-roundedness, we need to be able to feel all of those feelings. So what I would encourage you to do is find your own way of moving through feelings and notice where you might tend to close off or stuff it down and how that can come out. And it can be, it doesn't necessarily have to be just in sadness. So one thing I'm pretty good at mourning and feeling the sadness. What I need to work on is sometimes feeling, uh, moving through overwhelm, overwhelmingness or disappointment and not harboring that because I feel like what happens when I do that, it comes out later in the form of anger. You know, anger is just a displaced form of other emotions. So those are, that's my my work now, but we all have work on how we need to move through feelings. So figure out what is your, maybe it's all of it and maybe it's none of it, but where do you need to serve yourself more in, in feeling your feelings and in moving through them in a, in a good quote unquote way, in a healthy way so that you can come out on the other side and hopefully then be stronger and lighter and brighter. And certainly now is a good time to practice because we are probably feeling a lot of things and we can't stuff them down. And maybe you don't have the luxury of getting in a car and screaming, but you can go somewhere and and process. And, And a really good place to go is in your body. Go in your body, move it, shake some of that feeling stuff out. Open your mouth and ha! put on some good music and dance. It's like a kind of shaking out the mud, muddy parts that have gotten hardened and, and letting them out. So as always, I am so appreciative for you and I hope that you're hanging in there and I'm pulling for you. Lots of love from me to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.